Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're at. Happy to be here, ready to talk up all kinds of fun news this week, uh, such as big WrestleMania match, big debut, big name change. Hey, Butch, what's up? Um, I'm, I'm over <laughs> the Sundance kid to come out. We'll get into that, whatever. I don't even think last night, Greg, that name change is the least of our worries right now with what happened to Big E. So that's um, yeah. that's something to talk about as well. Uh, he did tweet out today um, the C1 and C4 vertebrae in his neck are fractured. No spinal cord injury. No surgery needed. So I was kind of looking up what that would mean. I thought it said six to eight weeks, which sounds crazy because anything with your neck, you know, is always scary. Um, that bump he took last night was not good. Uh, it sounds like Bridge Holland actually visited him in the hospital. So that's, you know, I mean, things happen. You you fall wrong. So uh, I'm not putting any blame on Ridge. And, you know, it's one of those fluky things. It just happens. But um, I jokingly will say at least we don't have to see New Day and Ridge and Sheamus at WrestleMania for now. I mean, I know that's kind of bad <laughs> to say. But anyway, so uh, we'll see what that all means for them at WrestleMania. But um selection sunday as well tomorrow greg so we are going to unveil our champion of champions bracket so we'll kind of talk that up in our new segment i figured that'd be a good point and then of course greg we have your last call which i completely uh forgot last week but we will get to it because it is really good one it's a double shot for our double shot weekend so uh how are you doing though with your your chargers ladanian thompson jersey rocking there greg <laughs> Yeah, it's been a good week to be a Chargers fan, man. Uh, Mike Williams got re-signed three years, 20 mil, and most of that's going to be off the books at the end of the first year. Uh, guy killed it this year, had career a career year across the board, and uh, was Justin Herbert's go-to uh, receiver more than Keenan Allen was even. And... Uh, couple days ago brought in Khalil Matt from Chicago so pairing him up with Joey Bosa had those two screaming off the edges yes sir I mean, <laughs> gives me Joey Bosa gets he, he gets double digit Bosa gets double digit sacks in with being double covered and now you're putting Khalil Mack on the other side oh yeah I mean you know Denver comes out the day before it goes we got Russell Wilson and charges go he'll hold my beer and uh yeah say hello to Khalil Mack now and uh the the defense was already ready for the playoffs and uh this is the type of game changer you can bring in to really turn up that defense need still take care of the uh interior uh the uh run game you know run stopping but uh our uh, GM Tom Telesco is is at work right now and uh I'm super excited for what he's still got in the hole because they had the fourth most money in free agency or to use on free agency and rookies and everything. So they have plenty more money to spend and some holes. 
and the rumors they're talking to they want JC Jackson uh, out of New England. And the only reason they're letting him go is because he's scheduled to make too much money. So it's not the uh, Bill Belichick philosophy of letting him go a year too early as opposed to a year too late. But now he's going to be asking for too much money. And uh, anytime we can pick an apple off the Belichick tree, I'm down for it. So super excited about that and what we've done already. So good time to be a Chargers fan right now. So let's go Bolts. We have a uh, um, an, uh, <laughs> a question come up in the comments section, Greg, because, you know, we love questions. Uh, is one of the hazards of wrestling farting during a scissor lock? Anal nose connectivity. <laughs> Yeah, this is our user. This is our this is our lovely chat. So, and I love that it's Facebook user. So come on, man! Like, just give us who you are. But thank you for that. Yes, you have to watch the farting during anything, and ask CM Punk about um, sharding yourself. Honestly, so. Um, anyways, on the opposite end of things, Greg, me as a Colts fan. Hey. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's my friend Andrea. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Andrea, for that fine um, use to the chat there. So um, <laughs> we could just call her out for a Hanson fandom, as you know, whatever, as I sip my hot chocolate over here. Darn Hanson fan. They only had one good song. Mm, Bob. And that wasn't even good. Oh, you call that a good song? I mean, I don't know. I'm just calling her out for it. So, oh, she really wanted to know. Yes, there's plenty of hazards, you know, to wrestling with the scissor box. So, but anyways, uh, the Colts, Greg. Oh, hey, hey. So we could say they're not getting um, Aaron Rodgers. You talk about hold my beer. Well, we had Aaron Rodgers sign four more years. I didn't realize him and Russell Wilson have this, you know, kind of behind the scenes feud because. You know, they were, I guess somebody was saying they were wondering if Russell Wilson was on a jet heading towards Denver and like, well, you know, Russell Wilson, I got you. I'm going to one up you with the largest trade in NFL history. So you had Russell Wilson sign. Now, some people said, well, what about Jordan Love? Um, listening to Sports Talk Radio here yesterday, Greg, and some people on the inside said Chris Boward was not impressed at all with Jordan Love's interview. So does sound like Jordan Love's coming here. Carson Wentz went bye-bye mm. to the Commanders. Um, like I told you beforehand, it's Jimmy G or bust. I mean, I, I think you got to open up that checkbook. I think we have the most cap space, our second most now that – because just think, I will say Chris Boward, he got Washington to take on the rest of the contract of Carson Wentz. I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. You know, that would have been – I think True. 17 or 18 million that we would have had eaten. And I think they, and then you get a second and third and maybe a second next year. So, I mean, yeah, you gave up, you know, we were all in last year, supposedly. And now we're in this year. Well, I don't know. Jim Ursay keeps saying he's the owner. He keeps saying all chips in. Cause you know, he has that really drawn out voice and whatnot. And, uh, Yeah. It might be more of a, <laughs> might be of a, uh, it might be more of a, I don't know. I can't think of a good um, analogy because it's just, we got a lot of holes to fill right now. So, 
Yeah, all those years of Peyton just hey, you're gonna put all your chips in with Jimmy G. I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, that's that's my thing. Do we get Tom Brady to come we, back out of retirement? Am I the only one who remembers? <laughs> do we do we open up the checkbook no, for Brady? Let me, let me say, am I the only one who remembers Jimmy G's last play? Yeah, he did throw an interception. This season? Yeah. yeah. A, a really, really horrible, bad horrible, throw. really bad, terrible. Somebody mentioned hit, yeah, interception. Winston. And, and I'm uh, like, well, Winston's a turnover machine. Now, unless Frank Wright can, you know, go QB right, whisper but, him. Well, think about. The uh, gentleman who just got acquitted of all his impending yeah, charges, Deshaun. Mr. Deshaun Watson. You know, if, I, if I'm looking for a divisional. guy, you know, now that he's off the legal hook, you know, he goes to throw money at that guy. But it's division. Do you think they're going to go divisional? But, like, that's down. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, teams have done it, but. Um, yeah. Well, he's not going to play for the Texans anymore, so That's you true. may as well get. So what you, you almost can have from. to get what you're going to get, and you appreciate it, as I tell my first grade kids, Greg. So um, they always say, "No, you don't throw a fit." I go, "No, you appreciate it." So there's your words of wisdom. <laughs> Speaking of farting, we did learn about how animals fart yesterday. So there you go. It was a good day. It was a good day at the first grade classroom <laughs> yesterday. So, but Greg, make sure you pass that on to Andrea. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's get into it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kevin Owens, WrestleMania. Who knows what the hell this is going to be? Uh, Kevin, they're calling it a KO show. Is is Kevin Owens going to get any offensive in, Greg? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure if it's going to evolve into an actual match because I think it's going to be a brawl. One more can of. Yeah, let it be. A, let him just have a like a a street fight. You know, he'll come out in his cowboy boots and his, um, you know, in his jeans and everything. Just have a like a one of the old school bunkhouse matches, and you know, let him let him do that. But for the way they're shining it up, that is going to be some type of actual match. You know, let's do that. If Stone Cold's good enough shape to to go, you know. Put ten minutes in, and you know, look like a rock star. Let's do that. And we're better than in Dallas, you know, Texas rattlesnake. Why not? You well, know, the last time we were you can have him drop had, a segment. We had the Rock squashing Eric Rowan. So I mean, you can you could probably get Stone Cold to do. Can he beat Rock's record of twenty six seconds, <laughs> twenty five second pin? <laughs> <laughs> um, now the other. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, he, he could, but I think, uh, like I said, I saw a report of, I think, a week or two ago that Stone Cold had had a ring stick to his house. So I think he's been preparing, and, you know, you don't need to prepare for a KO show. So I think we're going to actually see something that looks like a match where there's a, a brawl or an actual uh, match. They have three more weeks. To, to build it up and have Stone Cold actually make an a, appearance and you can just lay it out. You know, you want to do this? We're going to have a match. And, you know, well, have a say, final send-off for Stone Cold. Between now and then. So you think he does show up? 
I think he will. Uh, yep, to to really lay the groundwork for an actual match. And if people are like us, are sitting on the fringes, going, "Is it going to be a match? Is this going to be a KO segment?" You know, if you want to sell tickets, you're going to have a match and yeah. make it known that it's going to be a match. And Stone Cold comes out and challenges KO or KO challenges Stone Cold, whatever, to a real match. Now we got something. Now those people who were going to watch it on TV are going to come out and watch Stone Cold's last match because he never really had a last match uh, before he left 19 years ago. Exactly. So this would be the one big send off. And, you know, if I was in Texas, I'd buy a ticket to see Stone Cold's last match. So there you go. That's and it's on the Saturday, so I mean, you wonder where they'll put it, like in the middle of the night or whatever. So uh, now the other part of this, though, is what the heck is Seth Rollins going to do? Have you seen his Twitter lately? Uh, He's gone all black, and it gone and gone radio silent. I mean, the biggest thing is. This is the time you're in Jacksonville on Monday, Greg. If you're getting Cody, you better be – it's time to, like, shit or get off the pot, as they say. You know, like, <laughs> I mean – because I feel like the, the – I I think it could still be big, but it steals, It feels like the momentum is all gone for Cody Rhodes. Like, you really needed to get him right away. But then again, in Jacksonville, you know, what better way – like, a, you know, WW or AW, you know, uh, jump from AW to w, in Jacksonville, like where, but, yeah. you know, if, if we're going to do it, we almost need to do it now. I, I don't know if you can wait longer, but I don't know what else is out there for Seth either. Like everybody's kind of hooked up with a dance partner. True. But I think, um, this would this would be the opportune moment to bring Cody out, given you know where it is and who it is, and uh, you know he's not above getting in there and doing what KO did and uh, calling somebody out. That being said, with this weekend being the Undertaker's weekend, or uh, WrestleMania weekend being the Undertaker's weekend, why not him and Seth Rollins? Um, you know, do the thing. I mean, maybe Seth was oh, planting Seth the seeds Undertaker? with the all black, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a shame that Undertaker had to have his last match with no fans, and now he's in Dallas, in his favorite city, in the stadium of his favorite team, getting the Hall of Fame treatment, and uh, he's. You know, this is an opportunity to go out on the ultimate high and have a banger of a match in front of a full uh, Jerry World Stadium, 100,000 plus. And who better than to make him look like a, a million bucks than Seth Rollins? Yeah. So every, every year somebody would call out The Undertaker and you know, at this point, why why go away from that? Because we know That's the Undertaker's going to be in the building. We know he's going to be around. And, you know, Seth going back the uh, dark road, you know, he's the perfect foil. 
and we'd all love to see it. So I think a, a Undertaker setup is maybe what we're looking at here. And then I'll just and I go the opposite where man that boneyard match was really the right way to go out though. Like yeah, you know, I know I, I know was in, I know it wasn't in front of fans, but it fits what the Undertaker like. I don't know. Right. It was epic. I'll give you that. It yeah. was epic. And but AJ man, that, probably be the Undertaker <laughs> going out. Yeah, and but the Undertaker going out with no crowd, no That's last true. moment uh, under the lights, and the the place going bananas. Yeah. You know, it it seems it seems un, um, unfair for yeah. the, the career he's color. had. I yeah. still, I just still think the Cody Rhodes aspect because if Triple H can't, I'm hearing Triple H might not be, might be done for the time being. I mean, what better than get Triple H's boy, you know, for Cody Rhodes? So, but then again, you know, I don't, or I, you know, I'll throw it out there too. I don't know if maybe Seth finds his way into that Roman and Brock stuff. I mean, he's had enough, you know, he's kind of that X factor in that every time, you know, they've kind of, mm. I feel like, you know, obviously the big moment is there, but Seth has had run-ins for both guys, so I don't know. You know, it it should – his road is probably the most interesting right now, I would say. Do you think so? Because we truly don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you know, because like we said, look, look at the matches we're talking about. We're talking about him against Undertaker, and we're talking about him in the world title match with Brock and Roman, so we're automatically well, I think he needs to do better. I mean – He's a, that's where he belongs. You know, it's, you know, where else can he fit? <laughs> so, um, well, the other thing big is Jeff Hardy, <laughs> obviously not surprising news at all, Greg. This is like the, the worst kept secret ever. Um, he's all the, <laughs> looks like him and Matt are doing the last run as team extreme. How are we feeling? Is you know, do you think that should be the way they go out is as team extreme? Or do you think maybe we get, some broken, you know, brother Nero stuff at some point, or do you think this is truly the last run, you know, just kind of going out like a band <laughs> announcing their, you know, retirement tour? Yeah, I'm, this, you know, we saw this coming. You know, I posted the video on the website of uh, Matt and Jeff together, uh, you know, pretty much cutting a promo that they're going to be back together soon. So, there weren't really any any secrecy involved. We knew it was going to happen, just a matter of when. And you know, it came out on uh, Dynamite. I did have a small problem with him dancing to the ring while his brother's taking a beat <laughs> down. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you gotta get the go make the save the... and then dance. But <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was surprised he it was using his WWE interest music. So I guess he owns the rights. Well, I guess they so said is... it was never a WWE production, so they could get the rights to it. Is what I read, uh, which I didn't realize. But uh, but but I like it. I think it's gonna be you know the last run, and you know they still look, you know, Team Extreme flashback fifteen years. Um, Still rocking the mesh. So, right. <laughs> I'm I'm liking it. Thinking of of those matchups, you know, them against FTR, them against Young Bucks, them against. Um, well, we're again Darby and Jeff. Yeah, you know that that's coming. What double or nothing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Darby does been... <laughs> not look impressed. 
that's that's been teased talk about the worst kept secret that's been teased like the past two days now so maybe we'll get the tag team match you know on dynamite in the next couple weeks and then i mean yeah what better way than to give darby and jeff at double or nothing in some sort of you know stipulation match so Mm -hmm. um yeah anything else on the hardy end of that thing uh, well, I got. I was going to bring up Greg. We'll talk Revolution during the AW. I know sometimes we miss pay per view talk. So if we have any other stuff to catch up there, but uh, should we get into it? Should we get into our champion of champions bracket breakdown? Breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. There's my production value for it. <laughs> so we got the we got the brackets here, which we did have to bring up. Greg uh, took a big hit. Over the past weekend, because Impact decided to change not one, not two, three champions after we had this all put together. And now I'm kind of scared that maybe Rose or now my I'm scared my my girl Thunder Rosa might change up this bracket as well this weekend, Greg, or this week on Dynamite, but we'll get to that if we need to. So uh let's look at some of these matchups. Roman Reigns, the universal champion, Moose, Impact World Champion. I mean, I love Moose and Impact, but this is all Roman Reigns, right? I mean, I don't see much yeah. vote. <laughs> and then Brock and Hangman. We got the WWE champion AEW. I would like Hangman to, you know, get a couple votes here, but it's I it's probably all Brock there. Agreed. How about this one though? Oh, and we forgot NXT <laughs> decided to put a little wrench in our plans. Dolph Ziggler is our current NXT champion. That's right. Dolph freaking Ziggler. You know, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into NXT talk in a minute, Greg. But he's going against uh, Dragunov. This one, what do we think? I, I think this one could be pretty split. I I think what's Dragunov's downfall is not many people know him because, you know, they don't really talk up UK. Yeah. So I feel like Ziggler might just get the pity vote <laughs> over Dragunov. Dragunov. Yeah, I agree. If people watch Dragonoff's matches, this would be a landslide because Dragonoff is a killer. Just just go back and watch the matches he had with Walter, and then that's the, the defense rest, Your Honor. And Ziggler um, has had Dolph not Ziggler had any <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, maybe so, maybe well, him and Luke Harper for uh, the IC title that one match. <laughs> like that's the only match I could think of. Yeah, I can't think of any great Dolph Ziggler <laughs> matches at all. So, no matter who is with, you know, yeah, yeah, he is the workhorse. Uh, but uh, uh, Becky, yeah, for all women. She- oh, sorry. Uh, and then we have the new Tasha Steeles. She knocked off Mickey James. I was so hoping this would have been Mickey and Becky because I think that could have been a really, you know, back and forth voting. Uh, this is all Becky. Yep. Now, how about Charlotte SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair and Britt Baker? I think that this yeah, one might be talking about a bit of an upset, right? I mean, Britt could maybe get a few more votes to, you know, overcome Charlotte, I think. I agree. This is fantasy booking 101 right here. This is a dream match. Um, yeah. If Charlotte Flair ever ends up on AEW. That's the first you know, this match, match is going to. down. 
Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I love both of these women, but you know, the doctor would get my vote. I should explain. Sorry. So we will put this up on the Super Kicking It with Stephen fan page uh, starting Thursday, since that's day one of the tournament, and probably let it go through the weekend, and then we'll you know see who wins and move them on. Uh, we're going to reseed. So then that way we can kind of set up matchups that, you know, make sense. That's why we kind of put all the heavyweight champions together, all the women's champions together. Uh, this one, Greg, we got Miko Satomura, NXT UK women's. We got Mandy Rose, NXT women's champion. And we have Jade Cargill. This one, I think, could go either Jade or Mandy. I think a lot of, you know, I think a lot of people have jumped on Mandy Rose, but Jade is Jade. I mean, 30 and our 28 and 0, 29 and 0, whatever she is. Uh, what are we feeling here, Greg? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a toss up. I mean, these, we just Jade's from a size advantage. You, you kind of look at it for her. Uh, Mandy kind of gets it done, you know, on the sly. Mm -hmm. So, it's uh it's tricky but um these are kind of our know, upset because women champions right so maybe jade in the, in the upset yeah and then we put our women's tag team champions together uh this was another impact wrestling change um inspiration were the current champions uh cassie lee and jesse mckay who used to be um, iconic? Sorry, <laughs> that's been so long since yeah. I remember their name. But anyways, uh, the influence now. So Tennille Dashwood, who used to be Emma, and Madison Rain, who I believe is um, Josh, um, the the Josh Matthews' wife, and pretty important to Impact Wrestling. They're they're called the yeah. influence. So they knocked out inspiration for the tag team titles. Uh, we have Queens, Queen Zelina and Carmella, who are probably grasping onto those <laughs> women tag team champions of WrestleMania, Greg. I mean, that's, you know, and then Toxic Attraction. Yeah. I think this one, <laughs> I feel like this one might be a tie. <laughs> we'll have to figure out a tiebreaker, but uh, this one could go any direction, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm a big inspiration or iconics fan so whatever they're doing i'm i'm with it as but much as i loved this. emma <laughs> it's uh oh, i thought they were one sorry they no it that night. was one of the impact yeah so they changed men's champion tag team champions women's tag team champions and women's champion <laughs> last week at sacrifice Good break grief, that's why yeah uh so this is actually madison rain and tenille dashwood with the you know getting the titles now so I, I all right so i'd probably vote toxic i think i think they've been the most solid i love how they've kind of came together like i said queen Zelina and carmella i mean that just feels like a thrown together tag team and i mean they still don't feel any i don't i, I still don't see it like i said either naomi and sasha are winning the tag team titles or live and rhea ripley like they might as well just, you know, hand them <laughs> now. So um, so that's one side of the brackets. Then we also have the other side. Man, if we could actually see this one, Greg, 
Imperium and Mustache Mountain, which is Trent Severin and Tyler Bate. Ooh. I mean, this would be main event NXT UK, <laughs> main event NXT. Um, I feel like Imperium will probably get the edge just because, once again, the UK side of things gets a little under the radar. But uh, Mustache Mountain is still a strong, um, along with Butch, <laughs> that used to be their old running mate. Um, so uh, right. which one are you going for there, Greg? Wow, that's a great matchup. Yeah. Um, I know. I had to go with Mustache Mountain. Okay. You know, those guys, their matches, I never saw a bad match with those guys. Um, mm-hmm. Imperium, I love them too. But um, there's that the Mustache Mountain just has that, you know, that it to them. Yeah. Um, just I've seen more impactful memorable matches with mustache mountain than I've seen with Imperium. Yeah. And here we go. I, this is all Usos, but um, this is another change from impact violence by design. This is Cody Diener, Eric Young and big Joe Deering. Doring, I think his name uh, gals and Anderson originally had it, which I was like, talk about, a, you know, like with how guys are now like Usos against the good brothers. Now, that would have been money. <laughs> like if WWE would have had the Good Brothers as they should have, that should have been a series of three or five matches. You know, just each one getting the upper hand and whatnot. But I think this is all Usos because yeah. I don't really know much about Violence by Design other than it's Eric Young's latest faction. He just runs a lot of factions, doesn't he, Greg? Yeah, he's he's always in some type of faction. Even going back to the old days of TNA with the. Uh, Oh geez, well, who they? America, America's oh Team Canada, and okay. then he was part of. Uh, it was a different faction. Was he aces and eight ever or not? But, or was that? I want to say maybe that. I think he may have been. Aces Wasn't everybody in aces and eight at one? They were like the NWO there for a little bit. Yeah. I feel like everyone, <laughs> everybody was in there. That's true. Yeah, Man, but he, he's gone sh- through a ton of factions. Yeah, yeah, and and my favorite sanity, up. which died yeah. way too early. So yes, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, <laughs> we can we can definitely do stories on you know factions. How about this one, Greg Dana Brooke, twenty four seven champion, Matt Cardona, oh, digital media champion for Impact. So they're kind of on the same level. Is this is this a draw? yeah this this would be the one category that gets no votes i feel Um, like this one might not i might have to vote it just so somebody moves on (laughs) just just because i love the 24 7 title and getting getting it back to our truth eventually you know i'd have to go with dana just by extension yeah and then here's one rk bro who just recently won the raw tag team champions Jurassic Express, another one. If we had AEW, WWE, and Cahoots, I, I'd actually sign up to see this, Greg. Can you imagine, like, you know, um, uh, um, Jungle Boy eating an RKO or Jungle Boy, you know, like Randy Orton selling the hell out of Jungle Boy's offense and then, you know, Riddle messing with yeah. Luchasaurus or Riddle messing with Jungle Boy. I mean, this would be actually a really fun, I think a really fun match in, Kind of a cool 
difference of styles with them and probably would actually work. I think a lot of people would be down for it. Um, I, I think RK Bro's got it uh, just because, you know, they're a little more known than Jurassic Express, but I'd still, I'd still sign yeah. up to see this in real life. Absolutely. I'd still love to see the match. Uh, I'm not a huge Jurassic Express fan, even now. Um, they're, they're fine for, for what it is, but there's a lot more exciting tag teams out there, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they'd be near the bottom of my top 10 as far as tag teams in AEW. Um, I put them in the top 10, but, you know, in that 8, 9, 10 category or area, um, I, I would like Jungle Boy just as a single more than in a tag team. So, um, yeah, I get the RK bro all the way, but just because I'm not really into Jurassic Express. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, this was your addition to it. John Moxley, GCW world champion and Kashuk. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to say Okada. <laughs> Okada, IWGP <laughs> world heavyweight champion. This one could go. I mean, I think. Okada definitely has some name recognition, but Moxley's Moxley. I, 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 I'm going to say Moxley probably sweeps it <laughs> if if the votes end up the way that they probably will. Yeah, just because like, even being such a long-running fan, I've, I don't even know what Okada looks like. I've never seen a match, so I plead ignorance on this one and vote for Moxley, but I've been trying to talk myself into watching at least an episode of New Japan just to get mm-hmm. who it is, and you know because we just have to know, find where it's at. <laughs> that, I think it's on Access right, TV now. I think so. If you have access, it's like AXS Access TV. It's a lot of music stuff, but I know that they've been yeah, on there before. And and that's the big problem is that we don't have any familiarity with them because mm-hmm. we don't know where to find them. So, but I know Okada's like one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet from oh, yeah. everything that I've heard about him. So. Then finally, we kind of finish up with our, you know, kind of secondary titles as well. Uh, Ricochet, I see title holder. Uh, really good match with Sami Zayn last night. I actually thought, I was like, am I going to switch this again? Because I kind of felt like they might give the title back to Sami Zayn. But luckily, they <laughs> made the right call and kept it on Ricochet. Uh, without any shenanigans, too, I might add, <laughs> which is, you know, good to yeah, see. Did it clean? And then uh, Noam Dar, the UK champion, our Heritage Cup champion, uh, probably all ricochet here. I still don't know why we need a, a cup as a championship type thing, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, just walk yeah, around with a cup. It's a British thing, apparently. It's like <laughs> a, uh, like the... Um, the uh the the Stanley Cup, but and then Finn Bauer, your guy Greg, I'm guessing all the way over Trey Miguel, the X Division champion. Yep, absolutely. And I've seen Trey Miguel; he's he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But uh, we haven't seen much of him, you know, the body of work argument. So, yeah, it's, it's I think a recent all the way, champion so. too. I thought maybe one a couple months ago, maybe, I don't know, but. Um, so there we go. So, like I said, you could find us on Super Kicking with Steven Facebook page. We'll put up 
voting polls and we'll just kind of let it run from Thursday till Sunday. And then we'll see what matchups we have for the next week. So uh, I just can't believe March Madness is already here. That just feels so weird to think of like, <laughs> like Tuesday is the first four, you know, in or whatever. So, um, well, we have yeah. had a busy bit of news. So let's get some bills paid for Rogue Energy. And then we'll get right into Raw and talk about what Raw had to bring for us on Monday night. So we'll kind of just, you know, do our usual, Greg. I don't think we have to hit up every single thing that happened on Raw. We'll just kind of hit some of the big ideas because, you know, there were some things that probably were small ideas. So uh, the big thing I think was RK Bro winning the tag team titles. I did not see that happening. I know we called a lot for Seth and KO to win them, um, but RK Bro got him back. So maybe we aren't breaking up RK Bro anytime soon, Greg. I mean... I, you know, I still think you could pull it off, but obviously it's not happening at WrestleMania. I mean, do we think right. it's maybe a little bit later this summer? Yeah, I mean, it would be a great, you know, kind of co-main event for SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. So that way you have a few minute, few months of buildup mm-hmm. to really make it hot and then pay it off at SummerSlam. Uh, you know, the match right before you know, whatever championship match it is. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised, too, that they uh, gave the titles back to RK-Bro. I thought that uh, Alpha would keep it, and then RK-Bro would win at WrestleMania. So it's uh, it was a nice little swerve, kind of, mm-hmm. and uh, all for it. A little bum for Alpha Academy because, you know, I was you know, totally off. Yeah, they they've been doing fantastic work, and they made me a believer. You think they uh, I went thought it was just a lame tag team, and oof, that's. Uh... Or was that too close? I mean, yeah, is it too much to kind of bounce back? I feel like back in the day, the tag titles kind of bounced around. I mean, you know, teams not every couple weeks, but you know, some teams got a couple month run and. You know, I kind of feel like the heyday of tag team titles, you wanted it to kind of, you know, feel important by switching it. But um, I would like to see them maybe get it back at WrestleMania. I mean, that's kind of a big moment. And, you know, maybe then they can do the WrestleMania celebration the next night or, you know, Monday Night Raw and have some fun with that. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And like we said, KO's got his WrestleMania stuff, but Seth Rollins has... (laughs) A um, uh, a traffic jam because we have no idea where he's going. Right, so it would be interesting. I mean, you know that the heels are going to win in 
in some spots. So, you know, it's not going to be all the baby faces going over. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see them win at WrestleMania because Alpha is getting over. Um, you know, people are loving Even the shoes. And the, the, he has a shirt. The, the T-shirt. Yeah, the T-shirts are a bomb. I like the T-shirts. <laughs> Um, so I can see people getting behind it and, um, you know, that could be what sets off the feud with Randy and, and Riddle. So mm-hmm. I, um, I wouldn't hate it if it did happen. And the shoosh is one of those things that I, I think he just did it and didn't totally expect it to get over. Like, I feel like it's one of those right. throwaway things, but now of course it's over. You have to, <laughs> now he's going to play it up like, you know, anything. So, um, some other things, Greg. Dana Brooke defeated Tamina. Uh, what do we think? Do we think Tamina might get the 24-7 title at WrestleMania? Like in some backstage segment. Then, like you said, maybe R-Truth gets it. I, I kind of want it to be def- like, yeah. throughout the night, like different people win it. I mean, why not? Right. And it ends with our with R-Truth getting it. Yeah. Or Corey Graves. If he's ready to wrestle back. <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he has to make up for Byron beating him. So, um, true. Some other stuff, Greg. We saw Jerry Lawler there. I don't know why. I always consider Jerry Lawler. Yeah, that whole guy, segment was a mess. But I get, but he's based out of Cleveland now. But I mean, he does rock a lot of Cleveland gear. I'll say that. He loves the Browns, he loves the Indians. So he rocks Cleveland, but. Ah, uh, yeah, that was anyway. So, um, Braun Breaker, default Tommaso Ciampa defeated Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, which would lead into what happened on Tuesday night. We will wait till Tuesday night to talk about that because I don't agree with it at all, but whatever. Um, almost defeated Apollo Cruz. I mean, what, like we said before, Greg, almost his path is, um, Andre the Giant Battle Royal victory or. Or nothing, right? I mean, yep. There's, you know, that's, and then how about Edge? He's a he's channeling all the Undertaker. He's a new he's a new Undertaker guy, I guess, which I'm fine with. I mean, if if he only has to roll out of bed, you know, and work a few months, and then you know, keep his body healthy, you know, and still maybe work a couple more months. I mean, that's I kind of like this Edge that we're getting now. How about you, Greg? Yep, I agree. Uh, my first thought was. Is very Alice or Malachi Black, yeah, uh, with the blue Alistair light Black. and coming out the darkness <laughs> and all that. We know who you're talking about, so if you say Alice, <laughs> yeah, but that's what it first reminded me of. I was kind of expecting that music to kick in, um, <laughs> so I, I like it. It's, it's a little different, darker, which I'm sure is what they what they were trying to portray, so uh. I like bad guy edge, so I still want the if we got the brood entrance, Greg. Now we need the you think you know me, and he can you know come through the crowd with his long jacket and um old school sunglasses. Give me the the you think you know me entrance sometime. I think that would be fun, but um Edge and AJ, that's gonna be a that's gonna be one of those I think it's gonna be a under the radar match. Like I think when we look back, it'll be like, Oh God, that was a really good match. But in the time we might be like, Oh, you know, it might not seem as much mm-hmm. as what, just because there's a lot going on. So, um, but I love that edge and AJ get to work together. 
Because I think when Edge came back, he said yeah. he wrote to work with AJ. So um, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, defeat Queen Zelina and Carmella to earn themselves, of course, Greg. Now they are in the women's tag team title match. Uh, like I said, Queen Zelina, Carmella, you better enjoy the next few weeks with those titles because <laughs> they are going away. And then I'm, we might as well just get Corey and Carmella as an on-screen characters, right? I mean, you're already teasing it. They already have the YouTube little, right. you know, six episode. I feel like they'd be the... Yeah, um, they, they have them get Mar- distracted with each other during the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like they'll be the Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti <laughs> of social media with us. Like, we get it. You're in love. You're getting married. Like, we get it. Like, you know, we get it. So, um, I don't know. I, I, If that's Corey Graves's, you know, four-way back into the ring, though, is that how we want him <laughs> I mean, I guess if, you know, what better way to work them with your fiance, soon to be wife? I mean, it worked for Edge and Beth, so why not? But uh, were yeah. you, are you okay with Rhea and Liv as a team, though? I mean, isn't this pretty much Rhea and Nikki no. Ash 2.0? It is. It, yeah. And it's horrible already. So they've destroyed her so, so badly. Uh, Which one? Rhea. Rhea or Liv? So is. Both of them? Well, actually both of them, but, but Rhea's been more long-running damage. So, yeah. you know, Liv just it's in a, popped up in the spotlight recently. I mean, it's I forgot that Rhea Ripley won last year because we had that little NXT segment with Rhea, Raquel, and Bianca. Like, that that actually happened last year. Yeah. I, I forgot about that until now or, you know, recently. So, yeah, Liv, I mean... This should have been Liv's time to come out. She should, you know, it should have been her and Becky, I think, and get, overcoming Becky. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, and Sasha and Naomi are winning the tag team titles. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's really hardly any doubt about oh, that. No, no doubt. And they'll probably pin, they'll probably pin Rhea or, <laughs> or Liv, if you think about it. So, um, then Finn Bauer defeated Austin Theory. Uh, Damian Priest was out there. I, I like the Damian Priest that we have now going against a you know red hot baby face and I mean these the roles are clearly defined. <laughs> it's one of those times that you know you need the roles defined. Uh and I think they'll put on a good match, you know, that might be under the radar as well at WrestleMania. Cause I think both guys want to prove that they belong in a bigger spotlight. Uh so I, you know, like I said before too. I mean, Damian Priest, maybe for Money in the Bank winner, or at least a good show in Money in the Bank probably should happen. And um, Finn Bauer, you know, open challenges and making the U.S. title mean something again. So I'm hoping for good things for both guys. How about you, Greg? I am too. Um, and I see some notes have been handed out with Damian Priest as far as uh, fixing up his character and getting away from the horrible – uh, good side, bad side angle, and just turn him full heel, let him sink himself into it, and really work it mm-hmm. to his advantage. So, uh, I like that you know, you've seen that transition and the bad stuff get weeded out, and now he's more viable as 
just being a straight up heel, doing heel things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know me, I'm all about that. So mm-hmm. uh, let him work on it and not just do the corny, you know, he's gone to that place in his head. And, you know, that's, all, that's only for one person. We know who that is. So um, bad guy, be the bad guy and, and live it, do it. Yeah. So um, I hope it works out. I'm rooting for the guy. He's, he's still new to the game. He's still in his formative years. He hasn't reached his prime. And even though you know, he's forty, the other guy's something is, to work with. It's still crazy to think he's like forty-one. <laughs> I mean, he's no longer. You know, it's still funny when they call Finn Balor a kid to me because I'm like, he's like thirty-eight or thirty-seven or no, thirty-four, thirty. You know, he's in the mid-thirties. Like, <laughs> but whatever. Um, well, it's like uh, Dolph Ziggler calling Tommaso Ciampa a kid, and Ciampa's probably older than Ziggler. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, and then, of course, we did bring up Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> like, if we would see, you know, I there's part of me, Greg, like this small part that, like, man, Kevin Owens and AEW would have been something to see. But, hey, if he gets to work with Stone Cold, <laughs> that's, you know, he could yeah. do nothing the rest of the year. I mean, he, he might say, "I'm done." You know, <laughs> he could, <laughs> he can, he can have. I feel like that might be, you know, might, I think he's always going to be looking for that next big thing. But this is a pretty huge get for Kevin Owens to do, even if it is a squash match yeah. or whatever. So, um, but we got to get into it, Greg. Let's start at the back end of NXT. Dolph Ziggler is our new NXT. <sighs> yeah. For all the talk, um, I hate to rain on this, Greg, because you know we try to be lighthearted with it, and we try to be positive. I think for the most part, uh, this is not positive. I don't. I just don't get it. Unless Braun <laughs> Breaker, unless they legit put, you know, Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker on the Mania card, like do not put this at NXT. Like you know, put have Ziggler one defend the title at Mania and then Braun Breaker wins it at Mania. Now some are saying maybe Braun's getting called up, but it's probably too soon as I mean I don't know. I'm going back and forth with it. Cause who is who's ready, you know, I guess we have Grayson Waller. Like maybe he could win the title off Dolph Ziggler somehow, but I think you need Braun down there still. I think you could call up Champa, but yeah. you need Braun down there. Um, so, like I said, I think the thing that saves us is Braun asking Ziggler to defend it on the actual Mania card. You know, opening match of night two or night one. Mm-hmm. Like, not defended at, I mean, because it doesn't mean the same if Braun wins it at Stand and Deliver versus winning it at Mania. I mean, that's. I think winning at Mania really does say, okay, we're going to use Braun down the road, you know, on Raw, and he'll be something big. So, um, what do we, what, what do we think, Greg? <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely way too early for to call up Braun, but if you look at it in the sense that with Dolph having it, this could be the entrance point into having them defend it at WrestleMania mm-hmm. um, on the actual WrestleMania card because Dolph Ziggler can now go, uh, I'll defend it 
against you, but I'm not going to do it on your small time show. You want to, you know, face me, you're going to have to do it at WrestleMania the under the bright lights, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. And, you know, I'm a big league guy and you're going to have to play on my ball court kind of thing. So Dolph could angle it to WrestleMania just off of him being able to say, I'm a raw guy. I'm, you know, you come to me and we wrestle not in the, the, the little building that you're going to be holding this in, but in, in Jerry world. And that could be how you get that title match onto the WrestleMania card. Meanwhile, you have Carmelo or yeah, Carmelo, uh, Carmelo Hayes defending his title. And that's the title match that goes on last Not at last, yeah. the uh, stand and deliver pay-per-view. And if you want to pull a title change, maybe do that. You know, I don't think Carmelo loses it, but um, yeah, I, like I said, I think if we want to make Braun, you know, even if he stays in NXT, that's still step him up. Now, granted, would he be, what it almost might feel like he's above them though. If he wins it at mania, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird dynamic dynamic. Like, he wins it at Mania, and then you go back to NXT. <laughs> it's like, you know, does that even things out? I don't know. So, um, how about the Dusty's Cup, Greg? Uh, my girls, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai, <laughs> got the upset. <laughs> Are they they going to win it? Hey, the, is this the? I can't remember. Yeah, been, is this the finals? <laughs> Wendy and Dakota versus Io and. Kaylee Ray, yeah, or is is that okay? I couldn't remember if it is the finals, yeah. Okay, and that will happen at Stand and Deliver. So, because I wonder if you might springboard EO and Kaylee Ray into some feud, because we all know Kaylee Ray. I mean, she just seems like a um, a heel, so she probably should be more of a heel. You know, the face thing is not so right. Um, even though EO Shirat, you know, I'll still keep. Shout from the heavens. EO does not belong down there, but whatever. <laughs> Do a quick feud with Kaylee Ray and then move up. So um I, I think Wendy Chu and Dakota got this, Greg. I think they're gonna they're gonna get the, the dusty cup. How about you? I know talk about odd couples. This is the <laughs> this is the oddest. Um it, it's hard to to root against it mm-hmm. just because it uh we want to see dakota and eo on the main roster and, and not doing this and you know where does it go from there mm-hmm. so wendy and dakota are more likely to you know stay in the next team become more lifers than yeah uh kaylee ray and eo yeah so, yeah i could see kaylee ray getting called up sooner along with EO if they're going to do that route. So, um, and if there's yeah. one thing, and he did that. So, yes. Um, another thing, Greg, uh, we'll get to your guy at the end. Then that way you'll get the main event with him. But, uh, if there's one thing NXT loves, it's the damn <laughs> parking lot beatdowns that we never know who does it. I think Samoa <laughs> Joe's still looking for his attacker, isn't he? Or no, that was Hideo. I think they finally did. They did they finally play that off because that was like forever. But anyways, 
they really love these backstage like back brawl back lot yeah <laughs> so the creed brothers got attacked in the back but then they came out and you know calls the disqualification between imperium msk so i would assume that's gonna be a stand deliver match greg uh which should be a fun i kind of like um how i didn't yeah, really bring triple threat I, yeah i didn't bring this up how I liked how WWE did all three guys in at once, you know, whereas AW did two guys at once. I like the three guys because then you can tag in your partner or you, you know, you could tag in another guy, you know, it's not the just two guys in there and then you have the two, a tag team just kind of like waiting out. But even though those always devolve into <laughs> brawls anyway, but, but, you know, do maybe Creed Brothers get the championship at Stand and Deliver, Greg? Because I feel like it's probably time. I mean, we love Imperium, but at the same time, I think Imperium can yeah. do okay without the titles. Yeah, I agree. Uh, everybody's in, into the creeds now. Um, That's what's know, interesting. The whole too. building's cheering for the creeds. Like right. and it was organic, which is nice. It is. It wasn't like forced. Right. So. So. And then, I'm I'm with it because. That's uh, you know you you're gonna they're gonna get better they're gonna become stars and you know we've seen way too many times when once the uh, the universe gets behind a a uh, an act they take off and you know they feel better about themselves they have better matches and everybody wins. Yep. Uh, then uh, well Fallon Hanley defeated Tiffany Stratton. A couple things there Briggs and Jensen. We're kind of there to help Fallon. And then also um, Saray, you know, showed up to kind of uh, confront Tiffany. So probably get a match there. But Greg, your guy, unfortunately, did eat a loss to Grayson Waller. But like I said, I think the next few weeks he's going to be getting ready for the main roster. I mean, I think you debut him night after WrestleMania. I'd probably do SmackDown for now. They kind of let him, you know, be the talking show there. But if you go the Miz route, I mean, that's probably a good feud to get kickstart his career as well. So, um, but, and if, if Braun Breaker's gone, Greg, then I think you got to put all your chips on Grayson Waller and have him as the face of NXT. Mm -hmm. So, a couple thoughts there. Uh, give me your own thoughts where you think things are going for each guy. Hey, well, I don't care if LA Knight keeps eating L's as long as it <laughs> ends up with him being on the main roster. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he needs to be up there. He's he's way too good. He's he's money. He's just waiting to print money for you. I mean, get him up there. Get that entry, entry level um, feud with the Miz going. Um, those promos will be sick. And you know, there you go. Welcome to the show and watch what I do now. Um, so the match was good. So at least there's that. And of course they had the shenanigans at the end. So he didn't lose clean, um, you know, save space there. Um, still had a, you know, really good match and, you know, putting over the rookie. So, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, as long as it ends with him being on the main roster, I'm all for it. He's still in the main event slot. He's still got everybody behind him. So when he moves up, you know, that crowd support is going to be with him. So 
uh, all about that. So, you know, you know, let let Waller get his moment and and ascend and be like the new evil face of of NXT. But I um, mean, maybe and like I said, if Breaker, as long as you do it up, right, you, get him up there. You might just make him the all you know the complete face of NXT. You know, as a heel, but. Um, uh, I do have to say, so they called it Roadblock Reg, but they uh, will always remember when Moxley should have beat Triple H at Roadblock, I think it was 2016 or so. Whenever Triple H had the title, and it was Triple H and Dean Ambrose and May, yeah, yeah. they should have pulled the trigger on Ambrose winning. But that's a whole nother day. So um, let's bring up some <laughs> stuff that happened on SmackDown, Greg. So Big E, unfortunately, ate a bad fall. Hopefully, you know, on the road to recovery already. Uh, he, he said, you know, what better place to break your neck than in <laughs> Birmingham, which is, uh, I believe, James Andrews. That's the big doctor there. True. Who's done Dr. all James the Andrews. surgeries. <laughs> James yeah, he Andrews, is the sorry. doctor. So, like, yeah, I'm sure he's <laughs> he might have had been on call uh, for that last night. But um, Seamus <laughs> and Ridge got the win. With Butch Cassidy, I mean Butch, um, new. I I think they're trying out a Newsies type uh, group. Greg, they're gonna break out into song pretty soon for us. So, or somebody had joked he looked like Oliver from Oliver Twist. So, um, as long as <laughs> Pete Dunn is presented as an ass kicker, which he was, yeah, it is what it is. But you know. I feel bad for New Day. I mean, Xavier Woods is still on the shelf. Now you have Big E on the shelf. I mean, Kofi might be like, okay, yeah. put me in bubble wrap. Like, <laughs> so, but what about, and it does suck because we know Pete Dunn. Like, he's been part of NXT. Right. And it must suck for McAfee. Like, <laughs> that was his boy. Like, you know, you have McAfee. Like we said, I think McAfee could have helped on commentary to help build him up, but unfortunately, he has to act like he's never seen this guy in his lifetime. And I mean, at least Seamus, you know, <laughs> made a nice joke about it. Well, we, some of you know this guy by another name, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that was McAfee said that. Yeah, so, so I was happy about that, but it's uh, it, it's a shame. I, you know why not let him keep the name that he's pretty much built himself or just off call of. Him Dunn. So, I mean, not a fan of that. If you, but does sound like you know, like his last. Let's use his last name. I mean, yeah, I just, again, Butch sounds like a lit nickname, but it does. So maybe they'll say Pete Butch Dunn. <laughs> maybe they'll at least give his name back at some point. <laughs> but, um, I mean, at least he's it can and, happen. Yeah, and I guess he's with Seamus and Ridge. I mean, that's. You know, that's a pretty solid, you know, they all have their own kind of character kind of building. So, um, but yeah. How about Drew McIntyre getting killed by everybody last night, Greg? <laughs> you know, I guess he did get the end of it, but like, oh man, if I'm Drew, I'm thinking, what am I doing? Like, you know, like I said, just, just give me all these heels that are going at him. Let him, you know, give him Shanky, give him, um, gender given just a four-on-one handicap and let drew kill them all at this rate so um no anything there 
<laughs> are moving on. No. Welcome to the All second right. match of WrestleMania is pretty much where that's going. So. Yeah, the cool-down match. Sorry uh, about Charlotte, you, but... Charlotte and Ronda had a pretty good little segment, though. Uh, at the end, we saw Charlotte tapping out Ronda. Uh, did she steal Sheamus' uh, um, submission with the with the pull on the teeth, like making him grin? Uh, it looks like she did, but... Um, and does this lead to a submission I was wondering what she was match. going for, you know... At WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking too. Is that um, you know, they both have it, you know, devastating submission moves. So and the submission angle has been thrown at us pretty hard. Yeah. And I thought that uh Charlotte was trying to do a dragon sleeper on the that's what, on the yeah, car. Like cause she kinda had her like uh, this. But because right. Uh, because of the windshield and that, you know how tall she is, you couldn't really. There's no room. <laughs> uh, get it in, all yeah. the way, right? So maybe that's what she was going for. But if it was, she should have tried to do it in, in the ring instead of in the parking yeah. lot or in the. Garage. Well, I thought she was gonna like throw but, her through uh, the window because you know we had the old, the callback to when they all got arrested, and they were all in the different cars, yeah. and I thought Rhonda kicked the like she cut her leg open. Because <laughs> she kicked that window, and then Charlotte, you know, one one of my favorite ending segments. Like I, I loved how you know they were all in handcuffs, trying to like kick and scratch at each other. Yeah. But uh, so I kind of thought maybe Charlotte was trying to throw her into the car, or you know, not into the car, but like hit her against the car. So yeah, like you said, I couldn't tell she was trying to rear back on something, and then she just starts pulling her like a fish or something. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, it, you know, it looked deadly, but like you said, a are are just making somebody's gonna make somebody tap out at WrestleMania either way. So um Sasha and Naomi won. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's all them winning at WrestleMania. Greg, do you have any different opinion on that? Nope, it's the, the lock of the night. So that's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura have a tag team title match now against the Usos at WrestleMania. Um we, do we think the Viking Raiders get involved there, maybe? No. I think with, the, with, with no New Day, that this is the best they could do. Yeah. Well, I guess we already have the triple threat with um, the women's tag team titles. I don't want to overkill triple threat, you know, matches. So, uh, I don't – I think the Viking Raiders will probably be in the Battle Royal. I mean, if I'm Kofi, do I just sit at home? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, if I sit, I mean, I hate missing out on WrestleMania payday, but, you know, I don't know. I don't well, know. Hey, he should get into the Battle Royal because he didn't get his uh, his Royal Rumble oh, yeah. moment. His Royal Rumble spot. With the, so uh, then. the feet not touching the ground. Yeah. That's so true. he can make up for it there. That's true. Yeah. I mean, at this rate. Uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory had a nice little brawl, and I love that how they, I liked how they were making McAfee in the fault, <laughs> even though he was attacked first, and they they kicked him off for the end. And then I thought it was interesting was Michael Cole saying, "We don't know what McAfee's." Oh, my producer just jumped ahead. Um, I thought it was an interesting comment though that he said he doesn't know McAfee's um, future on the commentary. Do we think that McAfee's already done with commentary? 
Yeah, well, or do you think they were just playing that up? Him because you need to hold himself yeah, together. But I think that right, but I think soon we're going to see him sign a contract as a wrestler. So, oh. um, I think that's where that's going. Is that could be because it, when he attacked Austin Theory, it was like you're a wrestler, you got to do your job, blah blah blah. But he's been challenged to a match, and you know if you're gonna do it, you got to do it all the way. And I think we see him sign a contract to be a wrestler and a commentator, and this way, you know, you can put hands on him and not have to, Work you know, out. hold back. Yeah. So maybe we see something like that coming up in the next couple of weeks. And then Ricochet won against. And Damian I think Zane. he's gonna turn up on Raw pretty soon. That's what I'm want. Yeah, I could maybe I, yeah, I feel like that'd be a good way to you know, maybe he could play up with Vince, you know, maybe you're going that route. Maybe you know having Vince trying to screw him over a couple times to earn his stripes and stuff like that. So, I feel like the better fit if, but man, hit is he gonna um, stretch himself too thin because he's got the you know the um, the radio show. Uh, he still does. He still do some college football stuff. I don't know, but you know, he's got a lot going on, Greg. <laughs> so, do you think he still has time to be a wrestler as well? Yeah this this is WrestleMania season, so I'm sure you know he's going to get a nice little bonus in his in his checks to yeah. to do all this stuff. That's true. But uh, you know this. Absolutely, he's he's going to make time to do all this stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, I I see a an angle where he gets involved in an Austin Theory match on Raw. That way, the people who watch Raw and not SmackDown can, see, can kind of see that match be do something, mm-hmm. and yeah, and just increase the buildup for for their match. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think Vince gets involved in the match at WrestleMania? Uh, I could see it for sure. Um, just I would not like just... it better if it's just a one-on-one match. And <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe he's he's sitting at, on the stage just watching and grading uh, Austin Theory, and that sets off an angle at the end if he loses. But, Our Vince on commentary, um, you know, he'll be involved. We can go some. Old hey, there you go, Vince on commentary. I used to love Vince back in the day on commentary, so. Um, and then finally, Ricochet defeated yep. Sami Zayn. Uh, the big story there was <laughs> Sami Zayn's phone number was posted for everybody. I don't. I'm sure it's just a random phone number or something. But um, <laughs> they said what eleven thousand phone calls uh, to it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it is what you know. It's it's it is what it is. Building to it, so um, I still think it's pretty cool for Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn to each kind of be involved with something like this caliber. I mean, who would have thought, you know, six, seven years ago when they signed, or probably eight or nine years now, but who would have thought when they signed, they would be doing, you know, <laughs> Sami Zayn would be involved with, you know, not the highest celebrity, but a celebrity match that's getting some nice build. And then Kevin Owens gets the face off with Stone Cold. Like, <laughs> you know, in their wildest dreams, who knows if they built that up, so. Um, that's all I got for WWE stuff, Greg. Is there anything you want to 
tack on to the end of that, and then we'll take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll talk up some revolution, and then we'll get into our AW talk. Yeah, just quick, uh, you know, shout out to Big E. I'm heartbroken for him. Uh, that bump was brutal. Um, watching it, and uh, I hope he, you know, recovers quickly. Mm-hmm. Six eight weeks does sound insane. That, that if they said he was going to be out for a year, that was like, oh yeah, figures. But um, you know, hope he recovers soon. Uh, I've met the guy uh, in the airport. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in this uh, like bank of chairs by himself, and mm-hmm. uh, it was wasn't long after I'd seen WrestleMania 33 where they were the hosts, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't not go over and and say hello to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they get swamped and everything everywhere they go, but uh, I did go over there for a second as polite as possible and just put them over. You know, I was at WrestleMania 33. You guys are amazing. Love watching you on TV every week. Just appreciate what you do. And just wanted to, you know, shake your hand. Mm-hmm. And he was very, very nice, very kind. You know, thank you. Appreciate appreciate you. You know, being a fan and supporting us, and and uh, just super nice, super cordial guy. And you know, shook my hand and I went on my way. And mm-hmm. you know, great experience with with uh, you know big time you know WWE wrestler. I met a bunch of them. He's one of the nicest. So you know, shout out to you. Get well soon. Hope to see you back. And uh, yeah, so I'll I'll close up my WD with that. So on here the big E. I'll bring this up real quick if hopefully I can share it if I can find it. Uh, boom. Right there. Showing off our butts, <laughs> but I cropped it. So uh yeah, there's my big E moment. I got to meet you today at WrestleMania. Nice. Is that 34? Yeah, 34 in New Orleans. So, uh, I mean, he you could tell he's one of the most well-liked guys in and out of the ring, Greg. I mean, you know, we still know the story of him showing up for Brody Lee uh, pretty much on his death, you know, right at the deathbed and, like, talking him and Cody Rhodes, talking to um, Brody Lee Jr. And, you know, ex- trying to help explain mm-hmm. with his wife, you know, the widow, his wife, about – you know, what was going on and, you know, being right there by the bedside. So, I mean, you could, and you could just see yeah. all the outpouring of support. Like, cause when I saw that bump, I was like, that didn't look good, but I didn't, you know, you don't think I, I, I did not think the worst, <laughs> you know, just being a positive person trying to be, you know, right. I mean, especially after Riddick Moss a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you just, you know, and it's big E. I mean, look at his neck. <laughs> it's not like you know but right. you know at least he could feel his he he had feeling and everything i mean he didn't you know sounds like no nerve nerve damage so i mean the six to eight weeks is what i saw on the short end if there's no you know breaky or horrible breakage or something so if it's a year it's you know take all the time <laughs> take all the time you need because you know, yeah you gotta you know the neck is nothing to mess with so um yeah but 
big big shout out to Big E for you know, like I said, just seems like one of the well liked and I mean I still you know you still remember after he won the WWE Championship and just that tweet couldn't stop coming in. I mean it just you know and guys across brains right. you know because you know there you know you all we all have these friends outside the ring or outside the promotion so um, but let's do some quick elite performance talk. And then we'll get into AW Revolution, kind of give some final thoughts to that as that happened last week. talk up oh i guess i should hit that um you know we didn't we don't have to obviously go match by match but some thoughts from aw revolution um william regal (laughs) is a thing now so that's not you know another worst kept secret i think (laughs) so uh being the new voice (laughs) or leader of um john moxley and brian danielson uh, CM Punk and MJF, what a match there. CM Punk pinning up the win with his ROH uh, AFI song. Uh, in case you did not know that, uh, I did not know it. I I, I recognize that as probably AFI, but I had no idea who the, you know what song it was. So um, I like that um, uh, Excalibur was like, Punk has a fire inside, <laughs> which is AFI's name. So uh, that was cool to see. Uh, Adam Cole and Hangman put on a really solid match, I thought. Uh, somebody joked, oh, this is an NXT main event, but whatever. Uh, trying to think of what else. Uh, Jericho and Kingston, probably mm-hmm. the best match of Jericho and you know, probably one of the better matches for Kingston getting the win there. And we will talk about the, the new faction, Greg, of Jericho. Ugh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit about that. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, you go ahead talk yeah, while I go uh, clean this up real quick. <laughs> it. Um, yeah, um, it was a really great card. I enjoyed Revolution. Uh, started off with a hot match with Kingston and Jericho. Really good back and forth. Told a great story. Um, and then at the end, after Kingston gets over, uh, gets the pin with the with a very inventive maneuver, the uh, stretch plum and you know twisting Jericho's head off his shoulders almost. Uh, good finish to the match, and then Jericho not giving the handshake like he said he was going to. Uh, very dramatic, great build up, great match, and uh, really dug it. Love that match. Of course, the dog collar match, you know, the match everybody was there to see. Um, I looked for the uh, the famous 
you know, Piper versus Valentine match just to prime myself up for it. And that is a hard find even today on the on the Internet. So I didn't get to see it. But watching the actual match with Punk and MJF, loved the match. Um, again, great storytelling. And um, especially painting off at the end with the whole Wardlow uh, putting the putting the uh, diamond dynamite diamond ring uh, in the ring for Punk to use, and uh, you know, washing his hands of MJF, um, bloody brutal, fun, and uh, highly entertaining match, and definitely I think the best match of the night. Loved it. Um, Let's see what else do we have. The uh, Adam Cole, Adam Page had a kick out of the uh, whole crowd leaning to the whole Adam thing with the uh, "Let's Go Adam" chance, um, and they worked that pretty much the whole match. But um, again, great match, great storytelling, and great back and forth with uh, Cole and Hangman, and of course, uh, Hangman wins. Great finish. Here we go, Greg. Um, Here's your on-the-spot question. What is our main event for Double or Nothing? Is it Hangman and Adam Cole 3? Maybe if we get another match in between or... Oh, boy. Um, hmm. Is Hangman still champion heading to Double or Nothing? <laughs> That's the thing. I think uh, it's could it's could be Punk's time. Okay. Because um, you think Hangman uh, and Punk? Yeah, I think people would get up for that. Um, Punk seems to have to be insinuating that you know this is old Punk. This is Ring of Honor era Punk. This is you know. You know, Happy Punk is gone. You know, the vengeful, uh, you know, calculating and, you know, kind of evil Punk is back. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you can see, you can see his promos have gone a little bit darker and he's had an attitude change. Mm -hmm. So whether he goes full heel, um, I think it'd be a slow burn, and with that that pay per view coming up, what two three months away? End of May. Yep. There's, pl yeah, there's plenty of time to make that full heel turn, and by the time we get to that point, you know, Punk has gone full heel. Um, if we're gonna have Moxley and Danielson over here, you know, doing their violent angle but they're still baby faces especially with regal in there uh then the counterbalance is punk going the opposite way from being the baby face everybody loves to old punk that uh, was a villain mm -hmm. and i think that uh that looks like the path that i'm seeing right now uh, and i was right about jericho turning heel Mm -hmm. Starting to see these 
these turns happening before they do. So I think this may be what's happening next with uh, Punk going heel and Danielson and Moxley, you know, violent baby faces. So I Could think we get uh, Heyman and, and Punk at the end would be great. And how about MJF and Punk 3 at Double or Nothing? Or do we think maybe that happens before? Or do you think we're done with them? We need to be done with it for a while. Let it breathe after that okay. match, especially. Uh, maybe with the title on the line down the road. Yeah, MJF has bigger fish to fry with Wartlow first. Um, let that play out for a little bit. Um, I can see Wartlow beating Scorpio and becoming TNT champion, and then, you know, Max kind coming in up. and yeah. trying to take it from him. And that way you build up Wardlow more by making him able to beat Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could stretch that um, that feud out for a few months. Just, mm-hmm. you know, Wardlow getting his independence, getting free of Max. And, you know, now he's champion. He's going to get paid from Tony Khan instead of getting paid from from Max. You know, that freedom that he talked about in his promo mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday, you know, a good this could promo, be the whole the underlying story. Yeah, absolutely. I was in, very impressed with it. Mm-hmm. But and that could be the whole underlying storyline with mm-hmm. this feud is Wartlow's freedom. I, yeah, I feel like, you know, usually we can kind of like you said, per, kind of see ahead. I think right now looking at double or nothing. It's almost like the WrestleMania at first where we were like, I'm not seeing a clear picture, which is fine. I, I like that. I don't want to know, you know, necessarily what's coming. You know, you want some logical sense coming, obviously. But at the same time, you know, not really having that clear picture also makes up for like, well, well how are you going to build to that? So, because uh, like we said right now, I mean, I want to say Hangman is champion, Greg, but like two, three months away. Who's to say they don't put it on Adam Cole? You know, maybe a dynamite episode. Um, yeah. Cause I, you know, I've, I'm, I'm going to throw the chips in, Greg. I think Thunder Rosa wins the title in Texas on Wednesday night. I think that's our main event. Uh, you know, we, we call, I think we both called it for Thunder Rosa last week. I mean, yeah. there's, you have to now. I think, I think there's too much there. You know, I love Britt. Um, but, at the same time, I think Britt is fine without the title. I think Thunder Rosa, she needs something after, over, you know, she needs to overcome all this, you know, finally. So yeah. um, we'll get into that, though. Um, yeah, I thought Revolution, though, was real. I mean, a long night <laughs> uh, ended, what, about midnight. <laughs> uh, one, I know it's it's kind of nitpicky, but. Come on, can we just like 11? <laughs> 1130, I'll give it, you know, Greg. But it's like, okay. Um, but anyway, so at least Bleacher Report, I did hear, had the ability to pause and watch the next day, I think they said. Like it, it uh-huh. they really weren't allowing that before. So um, I actually ordered it on original pay-per-view, Greg. So um, thank you to my family, by the way, for ordering that for me. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's nice. on there, okay. You know, it's the old school, like, they have to go on there and click yes. Do you want to order this? So, um, yeah, they they were nice enough to get 
shell out the 60 bucks on their next bill for that for me. So love the family. So I got to watch it with them. So um, my wow. mom's kind of into it though. Cause like she loves Brian Danielson. Well, she loves Daniel Bryan. She loves John Moxley. So she's like, I guess I need to start watching this. Cause there's some guys now that, you know, you watch on WWE that she likes now. So, um, yeah. Do Great match between it? Danielson and, the, and Moxley. Yes. I left with that William, out. So with William Regal, crazy match. Jokes like the, the dad coming to break up the brothers fighting. <laughs> like, you know, right. William Regal, like being the, <laughs> the dad coming in. Okay. Now I'm getting dad, you know, but um, let's just get into it. Greg. Chris Jericho has a new faction called the jazz. Jericho <laughs> appreciation society. I, I got nothing, Greg. <laughs> I'm so like I get. I don't. I, I don't even know where to. I want you go first because I got. I can't. I can't even fathom my my words yet because it just. Uh, anyways, you go first and then uh, yeah. I'll I'll try to get some words for it. I'm. I was all for. Like I said, I I saw the turn coming with with the way he was doing the promos and. Um, everything with with kingston so the outcome of this segment was no surprise but he doesn't um, need another faction <laughs> right it, um i saw the spoiler that said he was he debuted a new faction so even though i knew that the turn was coming i was like okay who's going to be in the faction and so once i saw who was in it i was like uh right. garcia so, should be with a bunch of brian and moxley because they wanted him Right, um, so maybe that's a little down the road thing. So yeah, um, but you know, some you have a bunch of sniveling heels, kind of minions uh, coming in and joining them, and uh, or else two point need to start winning stuff. Like you know, if they're gonna be something, now's the time. Like with Jericho. Um, and then Hager's with them still too, I think, isn't he? Looks like it, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember, um, you know. <laughs> but 2.0, I think they're gonna. They're probably the well, I guess Garcia too. But you know, now 2.0 need to start winning stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, instead of just beating up people or I think picking up wins on dark or elevation, maybe now with hooking up with Jericho, Greg, now is the time to put some eggs in their cart and let them, you know, actually have matches on. <laughs> have Well, they've had matches, but, you know, start winning some of these matches. Right. I like, I don't remember the last time they won on a W Dynamite or Rampage. So, but the name, like, if we want to talk yeah. about Butch, like Jericho, like there's, I don't even feel like there's a, it's not even a funny, like, name, you know, it's not even a, like, we're just going to call them the jazz. Like unless there's an inside <laughs> joke to, unless there's an inside joke that Jericho doesn't, you know, have us in on, like, that's the thing. Like I can't figure out, maybe I'm trying to read too much, but it's just a, I don't know. It just like semi joke. Why not just say inner circle 2.0? Cause you have <laughs> 2.0 in there. So, yeah. but is that too much NWO red and black NWO white and black? Yeah, true. So it's uh, it's pretty lame. 
I was leaving some hope that, you know, next week that uh, Jericho Appreciation Society was just a uh, placeholder, you know, pet. <laughs> yeah, until they get the real name. But and, they have the T-shirt, you know, Greg. Oh, there's a shirt. I didn't see there's a shirt. There's a shirt. Yeah. Great. I mean, I guess then again, we did have the Y2AJ shirt for a week, so... Maybe, maybe we'll just have this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's a shirt out and whatnot. So, um, Hangman Page defeated Dante Martin. I mean, Dante keeps getting nice rubs. Uh, did you know, Greg, he was number one ranked? Because I did I not. I did not. Because, <laughs> you know, once again, why I love the idea of rankings and to make it sound like, oh, we're going to use them all the time, they just. Use them when they need to. <laughs> it's, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, and then Adam Cole came out, though. So I do think we're not done with Adam Cole and Adam Page. But then again, it probably feels like it'll end on a Dynamite episode, you know, in the coming weeks. So, um, yeah. Any thoughts there, Greg? Um, Dante Martin continues to impress. I mean, just thinking a few years, well, who knows, in a year, he might be one of the top. He might be TNT champion by then next year this time next year right so. yeah i i think he getting up where jungle boy is now yeah. um you know have some gold he'll his popularity will be up again my my biggest beef with him you got to get on the stick and say something you got to show some personality you got to show um you're more than just high flying moves and you know everybody gets on the stick and and says their piece and mm -hmm. You know, people decide who's going to ride with you. So once he does that, you know, he's on his way. But like I said, he barely looks into the camera. He barely looks up uh, yeah. when he's not in a match. So I still need that to happen. But um, so I don't know if it's a self-esteem thing or just a camera shy kind of thing, but he needs to to get that well, under control and if he's over if he's camera shy greg he needs to get over that quick because you know that that could hold him back too you know if they think he's not ready yeah. to you know i mean like we said with wardlow it's the opposite like we haven't heard him talk and then you hear him talk you're like why isn't this guy talked all along well it makes sense why he has it but yeah you know it's that you know so uh moxley and daniels got to win mm -hmm. over the whatever they are jd drake and henry guy um, if only yeah. there was another guy, Greg, to put in <laughs> that just was a free agent that is really friendly with Brian Danielson and William Regal. Hmm, I wonder what guy we could throw in there. <laughs> so hopefully, yep. I will call for it now. Cesaro debuts next week. Claudio, sorry, debuts next week. I'm going to just... Claudio. Every, if he does it next week, Greg, I'm just going to call it the next week, but... <laughs> uh, I, Until I it happens, need, I think we need him with it. I think it makes I you know now if they're building them as a tag team, I could see why. But you got to think Brian Danielson and William Regal are both going to bat. Like, come on, just let us have him, and you know, like you. And then this mm -hmm. might help him get that personality that you've kind of looking for yeah. the charisma. Um, you know, maybe they get beat down and they need a third person. So uh, I'm saying, you know, I'm all in on the Cesaro and AEW sooner rather than later. So, um, yep. Any any other thoughts there, Greg? Or, or 
Um, what's the, what do you think the end game is for Moxley Danielson? Is it to win the tag team titles? That seems to be the, the easy answer. Um, I mean, I they need something to get guys more... too, don't they? Right. The thing is creating the stable first. Yeah. Um, it's going to be more than just those two. So, you know, who else are you going to put in the stable? Everybody's fashioning off and things like that, teaming up. So, you know, you got to have guys for the stable. So I think the next couple months is going to be getting guys in the stable and then they're going to go and focus, on you know, try to take over. Yeah. Um, this this match apparently was scheduled, but was not necessarily going to happen if the ta- if the if the AEW title match ran over, which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard for a match being scheduled, Greg. Um, but Pack defeated Wheeler. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, how about the emergency board meeting of the HAFO? Are we fo- do we have a freaking direction for Andrade yet? Talk about getting pulled <laughs> well, along in every single direction but one. I mean, this surely has to break up all those guys. Like, Butcher and Blade have to be their own thing. Private Party, their own thing. Andrade doing whatever he's going to do. And then now you have the Hardy Boys back together, right? I mean, there's you don't have Private Party with Andrade, do you? Well, they did on... Uh... Rampage, That's they, they call it the AFO. Um, it was just Andrade and, and then the minions with him. So, you know, Andrade has his own stable now. Um, but I agree, it, it makes no sense. It's better to split off those tag teams and let them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, don't, they haven't really worked together all along with uh, Butcher and Blade and um, Private Party. So, it's just throwing people together just for the sake of it. So, and what's interesting with Private Party? Have they looked better singles guys, Greg, than they have as a tag team lately? Which is kind of funny to think because they were built so big as a tag team. But like Mark Quinn put on a good match last night. I mean, we had what Isaiah Casty, yeah, in the face of the rev. So, like, is it worth to keep them as a tag team for the you know? Or should they go off on their own singles runs? They should go single because unlike WWE, they have an embarrassment of riches at tag team. And where are you going to put them in? They fit in pretty much at the bottom. So there's just way too many good tag teams and there's just no room for them right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Wardlow spoke, you know, kind of from the heart. Uh, you know, especially talking about his mom uh, raising him and, you know, getting a little choked up there. It was cool to see that real emotion. You know, that's what we always like to see from characters. It gives you yep. that investment. Like, like I always say nowadays, I almost feel like I root for the person behind the character with social media, Greg. You know, we know Kevin Owens is all about his family and that, you know, we know Big E, like outside the ring, like just look at all the good stuff. Our, I mean, hell, Titus O'Neil. Like, that's a guy we should all be rooting for with all the darn good yeah. work he does outside the ring. But it is, you know. Um, but Wardlow, you know, really good interview and by himself. You know, it's one of those things that I thought maybe he might need somebody to feed off of, Greg. Granted, he had Tony Schiavone mm-hmm. out there, but he really spoke for, what, 
two, three or four minutes on his own and just, you know, told the story. And like you said, him and MJF will have a pretty good feud. Uh, I would imagine he, I'm going to assume MJF cost him the title match next week against Scorpio. Because now, you you know, you have Wardlow and Scorpio Sky in the TNT Championship next week. But, I mean, I would like Wardlow to get the title. But we're building up Scorpio Sky's streak <laughs> and him winning the title. So, um, yeah, but him and MJF, what do we think about that feud? Who do you think comes out on top? Is it MJF, though, ultimately coming out on top? Uh, no, I got Wardlow coming out on top. Okay. Because he he is the next megastar to be built. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's already there. People are so down with him. They're down with the powerbomb symphony, um, and this promo is working going to work wonders for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and how else to catapult yourself to the top of the charts than by beating MJF, uh, the guy every that we hate the most. So. Um, the guy is money in the bank. So, you know, there's going to be some, you know, shenanigans. He's going to, you know, take his L's uh, on the way. But mm-hmm. um, one, I think he's going to beat Scorpio and okay. take the TNT title. I mean, I think Scorpio was there to take the title off Sammy and be a transitional champion to get the belt to Wardlow. That way, um, Wardlow doesn't have to be one of the pillars to yeah. get the title because because Sammy is another one is super over. We all love him, and the guy's been killing it and everything he's doing. Mm-hmm. So we bypass a Wardlow Sammy match, and it's more palatable that he takes the title off of Scorpio so, and the streak. I think. And the streak, and that gives more credibility. Um, and then MJF can enlist Dan Lambert and his crew to work in concert with them because mm-hmm. um, the pinnacle is starting to fracture a bit. Um, we saw the uh, FTR fire Tully, so there's some uh, cracks in pinnacle aside from Wardlow leaving, and uh. You know, MJF can kind of team up with with Lambert. You got the the biggest heels in the company all joining forces with Lambert's mouth, the MJF's mouth. We're going to be reaching for the mute button real quick. Because you know, um, I want more Dan Lambert on my screen, Greg. <laughs> right, you can imagine Dan Lambert standing next to MJF. Come on, man. Uh. Um, but so all those guys, the Lambert's crew, you know. Jumping down three on one, four on one, beat downs on Wardlow, mm-hmm. with Max standing in the corner smiling. Um, you know, so it's a, a big hill to climb, and mm-hmm. when he gets to it, you know, leads to the big payoff match with Max, mm-hmm. and beats Max. So it's yeah. it's ready for, you know, Wardlow's moment. Mm-hmm. You know, face of the revolution. So there it is. That's true. Um, Jurassic Express defeated the Acclaim. Yeah. The Acclaim yeah, is yeah. here. Anyways. Uh, Thunder Rosa defeated Layla Hirsch. Um, by the way, I think Layla's ranked number one or two, which I didn't know. <laughs> so, 
Um, a different gear, though, Greg. I think uh, people are making a big deal about the Russian gear she wore, and I'm like, she's Russian. Like, I get it. Russia is yeah, not get over it <laughs> in a good light. Like, I get it. Putin is a it you know horrible person, and but it's not like she came out as you know was like saying I love Russia. You know, I I support the war. Like, you know, I mean, she had her gear. Like, that's it. But anyways, so um, I'm calling it, Greg Thunder Rosa to defeat. Brit break. Oh, I start to say Brit Breaker. Brit <laughs> Baker at St. Patrick's Slam on Wednesday night in the steel cage. <laughs> I love how they say nobody could get involved, but let's face it, Jamie Hayter is going to try to climb up. Um, Mercedes Martinez will come out and defeat her, you know, take her out. Rebel might try to get in there, but I think Thunder Rosa overcomes all of it. What about you? Yeah, I'm. First, I think Lena Hush wants real heat from the from the uh, for being Russian. She should put gas pumps on her gear. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm with you. Is that she should or uh, this match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker is finally going to be Thunder Rosa's you know crowning moment. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the, the unsanctioned match didn't count, and she's been losing all the face-offs pretty much uh, yes. since then so needs a win. this is her yeah her road back her you know final you know big payoff you know in the cage mm-hmm. with all the heat the animosity the back backstory and, and in Texas, you know finally the hero down. comes out on top yep um she wants so, to come out to i Thunder's agree it's going truck. down by ACDC. So man, can you imagine that pumping and her winning the title? Yeah. So give it, give it all to me. I mean, look at this. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> My Brit Breaker shirt is in the closet as well, though. So <laughs> I'm I'm a fan <laughs> of both. So uh then Scorpio Sky, the streak lives on, Greg. Um, in case you didn't know, he has a streak of 300 days without being pinned or something weird. Like, I don't I don't know what this streak is, but um, defeated Sammy Guevara. We saw Tay Conti out there, or Ty Conti, sorry. Um, Paige Van Sant signs on her ass, <laughs> of course, because you know what? What better way to sign a contract? I mean, it is. I'm not gonna lie. I'll, I would do some things on Tay's ass. I mean, <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. We both um, would. Yep. <laughs> I will say, though, man, I'm so sick of – I know I shouldn't even worry about it, but Sammy and Ty's social media, I'm like, come on. We get it. We're in love. Like, yeah, you got tattooed. Now they have their names tattooed, Greg, on each other. So oh, so it's real. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, it's man. it's on the it's on the rib cage, so then that way if they break up, you just wear a shirt or you get it covered up, you know. So Right. Um. Scorpio Sky got the win. I was kind of, I was actually surprised that he got the win. I am too. Um, I don't see where it's going. Um, but unless, well, like you said, Warbo, like you said, but the whole transitional there. champion thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that Scorpio has it for two weeks, and you know now it's worthless time to take it off of him, and it's easier than beating Sammy. Uh, yeah. So, and plus, you want to, you know, 
with the whole thing with uh, Paige Van Zandt becoming a wrestler now mm-hmm. uh, and setting up the the next her first feud with uh, Ty Conti. Well, this is not brand You weave Sammy and Ty into right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you weave Sammy and Ty into the mix mm-hmm. uh, with the American Top Team, and um, you can do yeah. Maybe so it's just laying the groundwork for what happens. Next tag matches, if you you know, maybe Ethan Page yeah. and um t- or uh, Ethan Page and Page <laughs> Page Van Zandt. Sorry, a lot of pages. Right. Um, Cage Page. Page <laughs> Christian Cage, right? So I just I'm just waiting on the day. Yes, we just we're still waiting on all that in the cage match, so we can have our our alliteration, our rhyming battle. So, um, and right. then like you said, Greg, FTR fires Tolly Blanchard, and that's like that's like the let's that that's the one thing about AW shows they don't let things breathe sometimes. Like that happened, and then they jump to something else. Like. Like it doesn't even matter that they fired Tully Blanchard, who they've been with, you know, on screen for at least a year. But right. Um, anyways, so and then finally let's get into some rampage. Uh, like I brought up earlier, Darby Allen and Mark Quinn. I mean, it's crazy how Isaiah and Mark Quinn both look really solid as separate. And I I think they need more singles matches, honestly. But um, I think ultimately we're all about Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen going one on one at double or nothing. That just feels like the big, yeah. the big feud for Darby Allen next. Um, I don't. Does that maybe put him on another? That's the only thing, Greg. Does it do anything for Darby other than beating Jeff Hardy? Like I don't. I mean, he's already had the feud with Punk, but he's really not in a higher level, is he? No, I mean, and. It's no good if you're losing all these uh, introductory rivalries. I mean, yeah, he lost to Punk. If he, oh, he goes up against Sorry, Jeff yeah. Hardy, you're going to assume, yeah, you're going to assume that he's going to lose to Jeff Hardy. Uh, so he's, you know, welcoming these guys in by by taking the L. So that really doesn't do anything for him. And they could get, or uh, you know, Jeff, for instance, can get the same. Um, have the same result beating somebody else and not the guy who's, you know, the heartbeat of AEW. So, yeah, um, I I don't love it. I love that, uh, he, you know, Jeff comes in and Darby doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that aspect of it. And, you know, Sting and Darby kind of given, you know, Matt and Jeff the, you know, the, the once over. Yeah, and, not the cold uh, shoulder, you know, kind but of squaring the, up without squaring up. You. Yeah, like we don't know if we should trust right. you. Right. So, I like that. Um, Jamie um, Hader defeated Mercedes. I didn't know Jamie. Why is Jamie Hader still with Britt? Didn't she kick her out? <laughs> like, was did I dream that? Or I guess they made <laughs> up somehow. Like, uh, yeah, they, they made up somehow. Okay. Anyways, the uh, next week Keith, they made up. Yeah, Keith Lee. Defeated QT Marshall. By the way, is QT Marshall the most creative pro wrestler that you've ever seen, Greg? Like I, I can't believe he still has a job. <laughs> like I, 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 <laughs> I pictured him on WWE 2K22, which just came out. Cheap plug for that. I don't have it, but it is out. And I feel like that's the that's the um, when you create a wrestler, that's what QT Marshall is. 
He's like the you didn't add anything to him. You didn't give him any cool right features. He he has no body. Like he's just plain. You know, there's like nothing that really. Now the big story is we are going to get Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs, and I'm all in for meat, big beefy, big beefy men slapping meat, as I'll call that match. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll probably get some Ricky Starks action with you know um keith lee um but you know uh it's it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top of that because the i think powerhouse hobbs is kind of in darby allen territory you know yes he wins some matches but where is powerhouse hobbs any better than where he was before team Taz? yeah not really and we thought you know, he would have from- been right yeah, I mean, he he went from face to heel, and that's been it. You can tell he's he's he looks better. You know, whatever he's getting in the Team Taz dojo is working. He looks more ripped. He looks more, yeah. uh, you know, camera ready than he did before. But mm-hmm. otherwise, there hasn't been a huge difference. All he does is scowl. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, like, that's his that's his calling card. But um, yeah, so. And then swore. Oh well, we didn't even bring this up, Greg, because you know AEW Revolution had a ton of stuff happen. Uh, Swerve, I uh, used formerly Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, now his original Shane Swerve Strickland is officially AEW. Uh, looked really solid. I kind of forgot what he looked like in the ring there, Greg, because it'd been you know a little bit of time. So um, you could tell Tony Schiavone loves him. Uh, I guess working in the Northeast. Yeah. So. Um, I think Darby Allen and him have a few run-ins, so uh, good job for Swerve getting there. Uh, like I said, surprising that he made it there before Cesaro, but you know it it probably wasn't going to be long before Swerve would end up in AW. So, and then uh, he gets to keep beating Tony Nese on Friday nights, as he brought up. Because <laughs> I think they fought a couple times on Two Hundred Five Live. So, um, right. And just in case we forgot, Greg, Tony Nese is still a thing. <laughs> so because yeah i i kind of forgot about tony niece i think aw did too so um and right. then there was also news Dark that elevation came out. for you buddy yeah that miro signed a four-year deal greg and i didn't even bring that up so i'm i was four years that's a pretty long. that's <laughs> that's a good chunk of time isn't it yeah but they got something with him and He's lost some time because of his injury. So hopefully but, he's back on TV. Uh, he like, was money. You know, because he hasn't even, yeah. what, it's been a year, or has it been less, you know, it feels like, it feels like a year since he's been on TV. Um, You know, he hasn't even made appearances or anything, so so hopefully we see Miro pop back up pretty soon, but uh, I thought Swerve looked good in the ring. We'll kind of see, you know, where he goes in the next few weeks. Um. I would maybe think the Casino Battle Royale would be a good spot for him yeah. at double or nothing. I mean, I know he, he might not win because I feel like you'll probably have the Joker, whoever that big surprise is. He usually tends to win. So, um, But, you know, I, I don't I don't see him in any high-caliber feud yet for Swerve because there's, there's a lot yeah. of guys ahead of him right now. <laughs> That's a downfall with signing, Greg, like, it's almost like, do you want to wait, you know, to sign later, or do you sign now and just kind of get the ball rolling, you know, with guys now? But there's just a lot of guys 
I think somebody wrote there's 103 wrestlers men-wise signed right now to AEW. And that feels wow. like a, a huge number. I mean, that's... <laughs> and there's, you know, granted you have AEW, Dark, and Elevation, but, you know, who watches those? So, um, anything else, AEW, I miss, Greg, and then we'll get into your last call, uh, which are really good questions this week. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's anything I missed. I think uh, no, loving the uh, the House of Black promos. Mm-hmm. Um, We're still waiting on Julia. They're looking great. Yep, still waiting on Julia. Uh, it, I saw last or uh, Rampage. They seem to be uh, hinting at somebody. Yes, yeah, that's what I was or yeah. about somebody. And so like he's saying curious, we know your secret you know, who and you're all that. About. Yeah. Yeah. So they may be pulling somebody over from, um, you know, Pentagon and Pax side. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, what if it ends up being Ray Phoenix? So Or Alex. Uh, Drew. Drew. That'd be <laughs> not um, that he does anything, but. <laughs> Cesaro, that's curious. Yeah, House of Black member Cesaro. Oh. No, <laughs> I wouldn't like it, but you know. No, I know. Yeah, Cesaro. It yeah, stranger it's all, things. It's all Moxley and Danielson. Like that's Cesaro's spot. So, um, but anyways. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get one more commercial break, and then we'll get into your last call, the double shot of last call. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, Greg, here you go. If you were GM for a day, but the changes were permanent, what two changes would you make in WWE? Do you remember your answer from last week on this, Greg? Because I will let you go first. <laughs> Yeah, two changes that I can make that last forever. And so I, I definitely have to go to my biggest pet peeves mm-hmm. uh, with WWE. The first one is cage matches. And that is the whole thing about uh, you win by pinfall, submission, or escaping a cage. Escaping a cage is dead we're not doing that anymore i understand the purpose in doing it you know cage matches are brutal people get hurt yada yada but you're getting away from the original idea of getting a cage match to begin with two guys have such a huge beef that the only way to settle it is inside the steel cage you beat each other's brains out one two man enter one man leaves this the as the man and that is what it needs to be it was the way we should always be mm-hmm. and we shouldn't 
have to uh, spend half the match watching them try to climb out of the cage because it goes counter to the whole reason that they're in the cage to begin with. I hate that. Hate that. Oh, hate you would that. get rid of the escape clause. Um, Is that what you said? Sorry. Yes. The escape okay, clause. Okay. I'm not getting rid of the cage. You get rid of the escape no, no, clause. Yeah. Yeah, There's okay. no pinfall or submission. Especially if you do the dub, like the if, they, if they roll out the door and they win. Like that, that's my right. biggest beef. Like escaping is, I, you know, the over the cage, I think, well, that takes a lot of work. But it's when they do the whole, or if they're hanging on the door, like, and then they drop or something weird, you know, the fluky wins like that. That always bugged me. So, yeah, I mean, it it's it's so opposite. Of, you know, I hate oh, this guy so much. I'm going to win by sliding out of the cage, out of the yes. door, okay. going over the top. Yes. Gotcha. It, it makes no sense. So that is my first rule that I would make straight out the box. Um, okay. The other one, especially since we're talking WWE specific is we're getting rid of the writers for the wrestlers. We're doing this and letting the guys get together um, and do their promos the way the AEW guys do. Mm -hmm. We can let them bring the real into the promos. Uh, I know with as big as they are in the corporate sponsorships, blah, 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 you know, having stuff written for them, but we can see AEW is much better when they don't have to remember certain verbiage. You know, we all know that, uh, you know, on May 13th, that insert pay-per-view here, I'm going to feature, you know, that, yes. But, you know, they can say what they need to say as long as they get the point across. Let themselves that, get over. Uh, and it, right. And, you know, make it personal, you know, talk the way you talk in the locker room or talk the way you talk in the, uh, you know, when you're on the, on the football field, on the basketball court, let it be real. I mean, if these guys were allowed to, to cut promos the way they do in AEW, it would be even better because mm -hmm. they had that longevity. They've been traveling the road for decades, literally. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that stuff that goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that, you have a catalog of it that is is unbelievable. And if they were allowed to tap into that and use that into the rivalries instead of this cutesy little verbiage that they have to use, you know, let them use the salty language like they do when they're off stage, you know, then you know, you you bury AEW by being able to let them speak the way they want to speak and uh you know, let them put themselves over instead of these contrived mm -hmm. um, monologues that they have to deliver that even when they're delivering it, you know that they don't buy what they're saying themselves. And I feel like you could tell who has a little more leniency with promos than others. You know what it like, like obviously somebody like Ridge Holland is given the script that has to say it, whereas Kevin Owens is allowed to, you know, say what he needs to say. So it is interesting. I yeah. I wonder how much scripted there is for everybody, but at the same time, like what lenient what what leeway do you have with it? So um those are yeah, those are two mm -hmm. good changes. Uh mine, Greg, I would unify titles. Obviously, I've talked this up so much. 
Give me one men's title, yep. one women's title. Keep IC, keep US. Give me one tag team. Give me for men's and women's. And then get rid of the 24 <laughs> 7. Like, so that would be my, you know. <laughs> and my other one is the production value. So I would, I guess it's almost like thousands of change, but whatever. I would keep Raw separate from SmackDown. I don't like the way that they look the same. Like, I feel like you're watching the same show. I like the old, you know, the big fist yeah. of SmackDown and pay-per-views. Give them their own unique look. Who doesn't love the Armageddon, the big castle in the background, or the um, No Mercy with the swinging um, pendulum uh-huh. stuff, or the, you know, what I'm talking, the, whatever they were, uh, the soul. Yeah, the, the, the guillotines. Kind yes, of. yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, whatever they were. You know, give me visually appealing pay-per-view looks. I mean, even AEW is kind of guilty of it. I feel like their pay-per-views have started looking like Dynamite or Rampage. I don't feel like there's much difference. You know, like, Double or Nothing, yeah. I guess, has its own look. Um, but All In, and all I mean, All Out doesn't really have any different look. So, you know, even Revolution, yes, they use some different color schemes, but um, I would do that. You know, WrestleMania is the outlier. We do have a big stage for that, but you know, give me a big Royal Rumble kind of setup. Give me, you know, money in the bank, especially with it being in Vegas. So those would be my two um, changes. So I would mm-hmm. visually, production-wise, kind of change up programs, give each program their own look. Um, and then I would I would just unify titles. Uh, there's just, there's no sense in, you know, champion for each brand, even though they're on two separate networks. I get it. But it's still the same brand. You know, it's still. Um, and then how about number two, Greg? Who would you go work for as a GM of a company? <laughs> um, yeah, give them a choice to pick a company and be the GM. Like I said, I got to go with the WWE. I love to hang around with the, the AEW guys. and But those guys have seem to have figured it out more so than they have in WWE as far as, um, you know, being a pro wrestling company as opposed to sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. I want to make WWE a pro wrestling company too. So it was be a whole lot more changes to make and a lot more work to be done, I think, mm-hmm. with uh, working around all the corporate red tape, you know, all the money to make it from all these you know, big name companies like Disney and stuff like that. Um, but there would still be a way to make it into a pro wrestling company instead of a sports entertainment company. Yep. So I'd be getting rid of sports entertainment, be getting rid of, um, you know, like some of the stuff I was telling you about, but the rules and making it back to uh, old WWE, more attitude era, more, Attitude era and be, and before. So you're um, assuming Vince is no longer there. Real wrestling. <laughs> you're assuming Vince is yeah. no longer there, Greg. <laughs> you're killing yeah, we, all Vince like man. We have to force Vince out. <laughs> you know what? Done before, so why not? Here we go, Greg. I, you're gonna you're gonna love this answer because yes, WWE is the end all be all. I'm picking ROH. Because I love the idea of like the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, 
Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, I want to be at the ground floor. I like that idea of betting on yourself and seeing where you can go. Like when I mm-hmm. walk, like when you think of content creators of YouTube, like what are they? They pretty much start at the bottom and have to, you know, the Drake song started at the bottom. Now we're here. I, I think I would pick ROH. I would like to be on that ground floor, bringing it up from the ashes and seeing. Now it kind of sucks if it fails. I'm out of a job and I'm going to Vince asking for a job, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like you True. said, eight. I just wonder if AW is kind of a chaotic thing, though. You know, like with all the different pieces involved. Like, I feel like WWE is the machine, it's kind of oiled. <laughs> it might be some creaky, you know, but I think I would do the ROH deal or some sort of independent, like up and coming that is, you know, starting out and needs that push to get going. I think that'd be really cool because GCW, yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like if if that <laughs> takes off, because what if that takes off? What are you hailed as? <laughs> You're hailed as like a founder, right? Of that company. Genius. So there you go. See, I want to be a genius, Greg. I mean, you've you've heard me speaking on this lovely podcast about farts and anal cavities um, and <laughs> anal connectivity. So I think I have some genius ideas. <laughs> as far as rest so yeah um yeah i would pick roh um that i you know it's funny because you were taught like honestly i had no answer like i was like oh it's probably gonna be wwe then i kept thinking i'm like there's something about the cody Rhodes aspect where you just left and you you jump on a you know you jump with a crazy idea almost in a way you know you start with a pay-per-view yeah. that turns into a company <laughs> like, you know, people are like, oh, it's just going to be a t-shirt company. No, this is like a legit company. Like, <laughs> there's CEOs, there's CFOs, there's, you know, executive titles in it. Like, so I think, you know, hey, Tony Khan, if you're watching this, if you need a GM, I'm putting my resume <laughs> out. Um, there was a funny cringe video I go. watched, Greg, where this guy went to Elon Musk and was like, um, I've, I've tried to submit my resume to you to be your vice president. And like he was legit asking him to get a job, like in a meeting, not a meet and greet, but like an interview segment. And I'm like, dude, it was in my, it was in my watching of cringe worthy videos. But uh, so yeah, this is my plea to Tony Khan. If uh, if you're watching, and you know, I know he's watching, obviously. Uh, if he he needs, and don't worry, Greg, I will hire you as assistant to the GM. You could be my Dwight. Perfect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Not assistant GM. Sorry. You don't get that title yet. You have a two the so I don't know. Um, but yes, I think between our two brain powers, we would have quite the company. So um, I'm picking ROH. Absolutely. So nice. That is our show for the day. Um, whew, it's nice to catch up and Get talking wrestling. We have St. Patrick's Day Slam coming up. We have WWE stuff. I think we're getting Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar colliding at the next um, SmackDown. Um, like you said, in Greg, Charlotte. in Charlotte. Uh, we're also having Jacksonville Lifer. Uh, are you going to head to that then? Is SmackDown then? Or are you working Friday night? Uh Yeah, I have to work Friday night, but I'm see okay. if I can get the night off. If if I can, I'm going. Or see if you could see who you see in the tr- airport when they're uh, when they're maybe trying to leave out for the next day right. or that night. So, 
Um, yeah, we got selection hey, Sunday. I'll be tomorrow. looking for Nikita Lyons. Called. <laughs> she won't be hard to miss. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Does she have an OnlyFans yet? <laughs> Is that who Wade Bear was talking about? <laughs> so her should be only ass. She doesn't need only fans. She just needs only ass. Because, yeah, that thing is – that needs its own webpage. So, um, anyways, I, I'm sure if we had any viewers left, they probably all left after that. So, um, anyways, thanks to my friend Andrea for jumping in with her comments. Uh, Got to give her a little shout-out. I did not expect to see her in the comments. So, I'm going to have to text her after that and thank her personally for that. And uh, like we said, if uh, if you want to join us for this lively two-hour talkathon, uh, always get in touch with Super Kicking with Steven on the Facebook page or uh, Stephen A1181 right there. Oh, look at that. I actually got it in one swoop. The Greg one nice. over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, happy Selection Sunday. I have no effing clue who I'm picking because, man, there are too many teams to try to pick in the bracket tomorrow. So, um, we'll see who we pick next week. We'll, uh, we'll see who moves on. We'll kind of see. We'll give an update, Greg, to our um, our bra- our uh, champion of champions. Uh, since I, like I said, I think we'll let it run through the weekend and give people plenty of time to vote. Super kicking with Stephen Fan Page on there for that. So, uh, thanks for coming on and uh, enjoy your weekend. Peace. Hey.